0: so that you can learn more and get as obsessed as I am about these absolute legends of the mythological world. I've had an amazingly mythological month, actually, and I'm really excited to say that I've been working on something amazing for the last month, and I'm presenting a Q&A live session for an elderly care residency in Missouri, of all places, on the same day that this is due to go live. And it's all on the Loch Ness Monster, so... I've been prepping for this presentation for ages, I am really proud of it. If you are interested in seeing it, I'm thinking about releasing it as say, bonus content, but let me know if you're interested, I can figure something out, it is really good, I'm really quite chuffed with it. But anyway, let's get on with this week's monster. We are heading over to Norse Mythology this week, and we are looking at the legendary little monster from this mythos he is the squirrelling gossip of the gods, Ratatoskr. So, who is Ratatoskr? He is usually described as a red squirrel, whose sole job is to carry messages along Idrisil, the Norse world tree at the centre of all of the nine Norse realms or worlds. He is mostly depicted as a larger squirrel than most, however, still no bigger than a human newborn. He has very, very long, tufty ears, and is sometimes depicted as having a large horn in the middle of his head, much like a very tiny unicorn, I suppose. However, when he is interpreted in modern times, this usually is not included. He is usually just depicted as a normal red squirrel. He is considered to be a troublemaker, and most importantly, a massive gossip. He mostly transfers messages between a wise eagle who is unnamed at the top of the tree, and a dragon at the roots called Nidhogg, who is forever chewing the tree itself. He delivers messages between them with spite, and often creates rumours to incite any animosity between the other two monsters. He does also deliver messages to the gods in Asgard from all of the other realms, and delivers them from the gods to others too, so he does have a more official messenger god status within the Norse pantheon. There is actually a Norse messenger god, but we'll get on to him later. So why does he do this? Well, it's believed that he had much higher ambitions within the pantheon, and actually wants to fell the world tree himself, but lacks the size and damage to do so. So he taunts the others for doing this for him. When he tells the dragon that the eagle made false comments about him, the dragon gnaws harder at the roots of the tree, so that the falling tree would then crush the eagle. Ratatoska then feeds this information back to the eagle, who rips off the branches of the tree and throws them back down at the dragon at the roots. Ratatoska himself gnaws at the tree too, but of course, as he's a squirrel, does very little damage. He relishes in the drama between the two creatures at the peak and the roots of his tree, but there is also another set of creatures who live on Yggdrasil and do intentionally harm the tree. It is said that Yggdrasil itself is always rotting on one side, to demonstrate the continual destruction and rebirth of life, and these four hearts, or stags in modern language, help with this, and they chew the branches of the rotting side. The world tree is meant to stand for the ever-evolving existence of life and death, and the animals who live upon it definitely help with this. But in some interpretations, Ratatoska is more of a pot stirrer than anything malevolent, but the damage to his home is still done by these creatures out of spite of the rumours that he spreads. He has no special powers, other than the fact that he can speak, and he's a little bit larger than most normal squirrels. He is also noted to be the only magical squirrel, and is always mentioned to be male, meaning there is no record of any reproduction or birth of him. And as all of the animals living on Yggdrasil are technically gods living within the godly plane, They are all immortal and represent the ever-ongoing balance of good and evil attempting to impact life at its core. For his etymology, ratatoska is an Old Norse word, of course, and comes from two root words, rata meaning traveller and not, surprisingly, anything to do with rat or squirrels, and toska meaning tusk. Together they are interpreted as Tusk the Traveller or the climber tusk, which does make sense with either his single horn, or even his natural gnawing teeth. It is argued that it could have come from Old English instead though, meaning rat tooth, and definitely utilising the rat in the name here. There is also another theory on his name etymology though, and that is that it was inspired by the legendary drill called ratty, This was used as a legendary weapon of the king of the Norse gods, Odin, during his quest to get the Mead of Wisdom, which was quite literally magical booze. He bore a hole in the mountain where the mead was stored, and then transformed into a snake to get through to the barrel. He then transformed into an eagle and flew back to Asgard at the top of the world tree, which explains why the eagle and the snake are the guardians of the top and bottom of it both representing forms of Odin. Due to Ratatoska's gnawing nature on the tree, it does make sense that this might have some inspiration to his name, and even think of as the etymology of his name meaning ratty's tooth, in reference to this legendary drill. For the history of this monster, if you've listened to any of my Norse myth tellings before, you'll know that most of them come from the poetic Edda, which is an incredible old collection of Old Norse poems that are really how we know so much about Norse mythology. This book is written by a whole load of unknown authors, but we believe that it was written in around the 10th century, which was during the last part of the Viking era. The Viking Age was considered to be between 793 AD and 1066 AD, which was the date of the invasion of England by the Normans at the Battle of Hastings. Within the Edda, though, in the poem Grimnismal, Odin tells the reader about the squirrel messenger that runs about on the world tree, and I do have a direct quote for you. Ratatosk is the squirrel who there shall run on the ash tree Yggdrasil, from above the words of the eagle he bears and tells them to Nithogbini. He was mentioned again in another poem, which I would absolutely love to tell you the name of, but I literally could not figure out how to pronounce it at all. And I have Norwegian and Danish friends, and I could not figure out how to pronounce it. But it is chapter 16 if you do want to know, and this comes directly from there. An eagle sits at the top of the ash, and it has knowledge of many things. Between its eyes sits the hawk near. The squirrel, named Ratatosk, runs up and down the ash. He tells slanderous gossip, provoking the eagle and Nidhog. Here we actually find out that the eagle is still unnamed, but has a hawk sitting between its eyes that is named, indicating just how massive the eagle must be too. Ratatosk has even gone on to be in further European writing, most famously in Grimm Tales, which are from Germany, which does make sense in regards to the closeness of the language with Old Norse and Germanic. They are very much inspired by each other. And Jacob Grimm decided to write about Ratatoskr and said that he helped maintain the balance in the tree of life, by keeping it trimmed, by causing tension and destruction, but most importantly, keeping the tree straight and allowing it to grow from anew. We believe that Ratatoskr was inspired by red squirrels that are found in Norway and other Scandinavian countries, as well as in the neighbouring UK islands. They now have all been dominated by the invasive grey squirrels in the UK all the way up to Scotland, so I've never seen one, they don't exist down this half of the country, but they are still remarkably common in Scotland and in Sweden and Norway during the summer months. Unfortunately, the grey squirrel is also displacing these there, so hopefully we will still have these gorgeous critters around in years to come. As these were most likely more common within the Viking era, it makes sense that this lovely ginger squirrel ended up being a part of their mythos. The reason as to why a squirrel is a messenger of the gods in the first place is pretty simple. If you've ever gone up to a squirrel in a tree that they live in, they may chatter at you making an almost screeching sound with their teeth and their mouth will go at a million miles an hour. Due to that chattering nature of their mouths, it kind of looks like they're shouting obscenities at you, so the idea of the gossip-loving, trouble-making squirrel does make sense, as well as their general mischievous behaviour. For messengers of the gods though, animals are not uncommon to be seen as important figures throughout world mythology. Odin himself had messenger ravens, Hugin and Munin, who we will definitely cover in another episode, of course, as well as Ratatoskr, who acted more as a messenger for all of the Norse pantheon. There was also a messenger god too, as I said, Hermod, who was the son of Odin, but there really weren't many stories about him, he's not a massively popular god within the Norse pantheon. Whilst the Greeks and the Romans, they had their messenger gods in respective too, in Hermes and Mercury, and owls, doves and ravens were also used within both of these mythoses too, usually being connected to specific gods who had them as their sacred animals, such as Athena with owls and doves with Aphrodite, for example. Now, on to modern media, this one was really interesting because... There are loads of video games with Ratatoskr specifically in, however, not many of anything else. So I've popped in all of the games that are just for him, but the rest are messenger god and animal bits of media for you. For art, you can see the classic Norse art of Ratatoskr in 17th century paintings of him. However, there are no authors or painters attached to this, or even dates, so that's about all I've got. You can just Google Ratatoska and it'll probably be the first one that comes up. But otherwise, as always, check out some of the really cool independent art this week. I know I found a really cool valkyrie inspired Ratatoska with a little outfit on. So have a look and you might be able to find something awesome. In movies, we have The Golden Compass, Thumbsucker, Closet Monster, Asterix and the Vikings... Early Man, Valiant, The Mummy Returns, Robin Hood Men in Tights, Top Secret, The Great Race, The Lego Movie and Gulliver's Travels. For TV, we have American Gods, His Dark Materials, The Max, City of Ghosts, A Discovery of Witches, Hello Hello, Peter Pan and the Pirates, Avatar The Last Airbender, Last Exile, Pokemon, One Piece, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Pushing Daisies, Blackadder Goes Forth, The Owl House, Hercules the Animated Series, Amphibia, and Game of Thrones. In video games, these are all having Rathatoska in. We have Smite, God of War Ragnarok, God of War, Young Thor, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Magic the Gathering, Wizard 101, Tales of Symphonia Dawn of the New World, La Mulana 2, Guild Wars 2, and Jotun my book recommendation this week is to have a look at the Poetic Edda. It's an amazing collection of poems from way back when, and there is no author attached to it, but you can get it on Amazon by Penguin and those kind of publishers. But I would also recommend Norse Mythology, Tales of the Gods, Sagas and Heroes by Mary Litchfield for some epic specific tales on Norse adventures as well. But now it's time for Do I think- they existed. I mean he's a squirrel that's about all I have to say on the topic really. I think it makes sense that this animal was utilized in Norse mythology as they were so common throughout the location at the time. It also makes sense as squirrels are known to be a bit naughty and they do definitely shout at you. I like the idea of Ratatoskr being a bit more evil than we easily give him credit for too and that he secretly wants to bring down the life source of all creation but ends up accidentally continuing that cycle of life and death through his actions and gossip. I do also like that he just lives for the drama. I think if I was stuck on a giant tree being someone's unpaid messenger I would probably do the same. I've actually never seen a red squirrel which is super sad but hopefully my next visit to Scotland in October will prove successful in seeing one. I've been bitten by grey squirrels in the US as well as the UK, so I think they're very cute, they are very vicious though when it comes to giving them food. Although I respect their goal, you know? But what do you think? Did Ratatosca spread gossip throughout the Nine Realms? Let me know on Twitter, I would love to know what you think about this one. Now it's a slightly different monster for this week, one that's a little bit of an antagonist but cute enough to forgive. I do love covering Norse myths, and this one has been so fun to do. Next week, though, we're heading over to Hindu and Buddhist folklore to have a look at a musical Himalayan creature. Get your Kanari vina ready for the Kanara next Thursday. It's going to be a really good one. For now, thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on the service you are listening on. I've got the Twitter for any questions or suggestions on what monsters to cover next and I'd really love to hear from you. The social media handles for TikTok, YouTube and Instagram are mythmonsterspodcast and the Twitter is mythmonsterspod. But all of our content can always be found at mythmonsters.co.uk and you can find us on Good Pods, Buy Me A Coffee and Patreon if you want to help me fund the podcast too. Come join the fun though. Share this with your pals. They might love me as much as you do. But for now, stay spooky and I'll see you later vibes.